Hey there, Pammy. Hi, Brick. Um, we're just popping in early to tell the listeners something. What's that? It's a two-parter. Two-parter. Ooh, we're in sync and singing. This is exciting. <laughs> so this is part one um, of our, uh, I was going to our buddy, but I literally just met him. Your <laughs> he friend, feels Chris. like your buddy. I know. He's a, he's a cool guy. He's fun. So um, yeah, today's going to be just the interview. And um, because of that, uh, Pam and I are going to pop in at the end to give you some bridal breaks. Yes, we'll be here for you. Yes, and then next week, uh, his confessionals. Well, not his. his. Confe- I mean, no. Confessionals that he helps us with. Yes. They're not about his life. No. <laughs> that's that's a different uh, episode, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready for part one? Here it comes. Bye. Bye. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking about weddings. Also, we've been talking a little bit about baseball. We have. We have. Our guest today uh, is a good friend of mine and a coworker of mine. He is constantly telling me and asking, hey, I got to go out of town this weekend for a wedding. I'm like, oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. Again? Again? And I'm like, you're coming on the podcast. I need to hear about all of these weddings that you go to. So I um, want to introduce my buddy, Chris Madrigal. Hi, buddy. What up? So so you say that about baseball, but I have a, I have a, in my background, I have a Warriors jersey on my wall. So it's like basketball stuff. So it's a little. Is it just sports weird. in general? I mean, you should, oh, you should see my apartment. My entire apartment is built around sports and watching sports. I have three TVs mounted up on my wall. I'm watching, I got a game on right now in the background. Wait, you're watching a game <laughs> while recording this podcast. You didn't have I mean, to tell just, us. It's just on. It's just like there. I mean, what it's do you want me to background. say? It's yeah. your white noise yeah. that's always just going. There's, I mean, there's no noise. It's just up there. Do I you just... fall asleep to ESPN Sports Center every night? I, I do actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact: When I was a kid, my my older brother loved sports as well, and he always mm-hmm. had school a little bit earlier than me. So I was in middle school, he was in high school, and he would get up a little early, and he would want to listen to Sports Center, so he would crank it so loud that he could hear it from the shower because the oh TV gosh. was so close to the bathroom wow. in that house. And I would just wake up to, at the time, I think Craig Kilborn, I'm aging myself, like just like screaming sports information. Good morning, Brooke. It's a good thing you like sports. I don't. I don't want to be I don't want to be mean, but you definitely did age yourself with the Craig. Kilmore. I know. I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you one better. So when I was like, I don't know, like end of elementary school fifth fourth and fifth grade i didn't have an alarm clock in my in my room um but my tv had like an alarm on it where it would turn on if i set it for a certain time so my dad set it up to where every morning you know at like seven o'clock to wake me up for school sports center would come on and it'd be loud as shit to wake me up so my (laughs) my alarm clock was sports center when i was in fourth and fifth grade then eventually my dad got me a, a a fucking alarm clock an actual just, alarm clock he had so so he, he's too cheap to give me an alarm clock but i had a tv in my room it made no sense at all <laughs> hold on i'm gonna let the dog out hey, what TV? kind of dog is ruth are you working she's a little mutt ruth bader ginsburg is her founder in the name. 
I found her in the streets. She's the best. She's the best mutt in the world. Yeah. She's the cutest little mutt. She's adorable. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. (laughs) My husband. I had a friend. I have a friend whose dog's name is Chewbacca. Oh, nice. (laughs) Um, My friends uh, adopted this like super jacked cat. Like he was like really muscular. (laughs) I did not see that coming. It was Michael Miguel. (laughs) And they named it Cassius Claw. <laughs> so wait, did we discuss that he actually has a baseball podcast? Did no. You that? Okay. So we mentioned baseball and all this sports stuff because you actually have a, a baseball <laughs> podcast. What's it called? Yeah, your listeners are probably not going to be very interested in it. It's called the Town Tailgate Podcast. It's an Oakland A's specific podcast. Um, so if you're an Oakland A's fan, yeah, you should listen Shout to us. Shout out to but, the uh, Oakland A's fans. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first twenty minutes, though, we talk about national baseball, so you can listen to us for twenty minutes and then turn it off if you want. I don't care. What a pitch! But, but, uh, but yeah. Hey, it only takes thirty seconds to get the listener, like you know, you know, analytics. So that's all sure. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So the yeah. way the show works, just so you know, is that we have on a guest today. It's you. Congrats. Hey, that's me. Yeah, and we talk about their own personal, you know history with weddings all the different ventures they've gone on and then from there we will then have all three of us will read a listener submitted anonymous confessional Mm -hmm. and we will Mm. either kind of commiserate with them if it's just a story or if it's a question we will help them and give them advice do you feel qualified to give advice I mean, it depends on I'm 30 years old and I'm single. So I think that's, you know, if it's relative to that, maybe I'm sure I could give some advice. But if it's not, good luck. But I have strong opinions, but I do have strong opinions. Yes. Yeah. And I love sharing them. So I'm going to share them no matter what. I think that you're definitely qualified (laughs) then. Okay. So this is fun because I don't really know him at all. And he's a total mystery. The only thing I do know about him besides the fact that he has a baseball podcast and I have to get into this as we discussed is that as I'm shaking my head, Pam, Pam's your boss, correct? Yeah, she is. So yeah. Pam used to well, be kinda, my boss. Well, kind of. She's oh. not like my direct boss mm-hmm. anymore, but she was for a long time. Okay. Mm-hmm. How yeah. do you think Pam is as a boss? Do you think she's mean? Do you think she's demanding? No. I don't know. Oh, Pam's shaking her head. Yes. Oh, she she's demanding, but she's not mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. Demanding, but not mean. Yeah. Yes. That's that's a fair. I never, like, when, when something bad happens or if I need help with something, I don't, I don't feel like I'm not afraid to ask her for help or ask her about or tell or or tell her about stuff um have you ever gotten the look when you really fuck up i don't think i mean i i, I mean i don't want to toot my own arm i don't think i've fucked up that bad before chris, I, I don't know. I solid mean, answer chris but like but i've definitely i mean we've i've i've seen the look about like we talk shit about people behind their back because they fucked up and we just like <laughs> You do know the eyebrow, though. You've seen yeah. the, the the bullshit eyebrow go up. Yeah. In our Zoom in our Zoom Zoom meetings, the bullshit eyebrow goes up like five times a meeting. <laughs> uh, all about all sorts of things. That is true. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop it anymore. <laughs> so, Chris, it's time to get into the portion where we actually talk about weddings. weddings. No more sports. No more chit chat. Weddings only. Are you ready? You focus. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, our first question is always: How old were you when you went to your first wedding? Um, I was a ring bearer when I was eight for my aunt and uncle's wedding. My my godmother slash aunt. Yeah. 
how so were it, you at it? Were you did you succeed or did you cry? Do you have any memories of it? Did you make it down the aisle? Yeah, yeah. I had a, yeah, yes, I did. It was me and my brother were the ring bears. Um, it I I remember having a lot of fun. I remember the the um, flower girl was like four and she had like a crush on me and was annoying the shit out of me the entire time. <laughs> um, Women, and am I right? I, and yeah, and it was like it was like my aunt's like boss's daughter, and like she had her, the, her her boss's daughter, her boss had to like ring her in like during like uh, rehearsals and stuff like that, and be like, "Hey, you gotta leave him alone, okay? Like he's just trying to like do his thing." But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I I, I had a blast. I I am a big dancer. Um, started as a young age i i cut up the dance floor and that wedding as well (laughs) yeah one specific thing about that wedding that i thought was really weird was they got a a band and they had a dj and i think the band played one song that's it (laughs) that was it and like the drummer would like kind of like pedal around with the drums from every once in a while but like the dj played most of the music and maybe i remembered it wrong because it was such a long time ago but that was like a really like outstanding memory of mine just being like why the fuck did you get a band if he's never gonna play music <laughs> the idea of an eight-year-old being like this is such a waste of the budget he's already judging weddings <laughs> at that moment you started judging weddings <laughs> from the jump my friend <laughs> i just didn't understand it it just made no sense to me it i have never known somebody to have both a band and a dj have you ever gone to a wedding that has both i have really mm-hmm. were these people wealthy yes <laughs> what was the what was the setup? Yeah, how, how how many how many songs did they each play? Well, the DJ was kind of like when the band was taking a break. So the band was like the oh, okay. main event, and it was it was a big big band. And yeah, when they went on break, and it was like, oh, let's eat. Then it was just like soft music that the DJ was playing. But the main like dance music was all band. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Wow. I mean, guys, shout out if you're one of those people that can afford that. That sounds cool as hell. It was an amazing wedding. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So besides, uh, I'm sorry, I'm distracted because the dog just came. Ruth is rummaging through my my trash can. Ma'am, ma'am, we brought you in off the street so you don't have to do that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So besides that one, did you go to a lot of weddings when you were a kid? Do you come from a big family? Yeah, I come from a big Mexican family, but like I, I wouldn't say that I went to a lot of weddings. It was like, I don't know, maybe I think so. I'm, I'm the youngest of like my um, my parents, like the cousin family too. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the extended family. So like my mom's side, I'm the youngest. My dad's side, I'm the youngest. Um, so like there was a generation like when I was really young, like around eight, that they all got married, and then it was like a ten year gap, and then you know the next generation got married and then now we're at the generation my generation that's getting married so it's like it's it's like gaps you know what i mean like that's the best way i can explain it and so yeah. you're from the oakland area or that were you yeah born and raised yeah I'm okay from Antioch, california it's just outside of oakland san francisco okay cool yeah so i feel like the main event is getting into the the weddings you're going to as an adult now yes the reason oh, yeah. why pam decided to drag you a man who <laughs> likes to talk about baseball uh, into a wedding podcast <laughs> yeah yeah when did like you have a very large friend group and yes. i just remember us talking and you were like yeah i i go to like five or six a year and i'm like wait what 
five yeah. or six a year. So when did that start? Yeah. When I was like 21 is when it started. I, so I was in a frat in college. And the thing about frats is like when you get in, like, you know, you get in when you're 18 years old and there's people who are four years older than you in the frat. Um, and then, you know, when you graduate, there's people who are four years younger than you. So like you have this wide range, age range of, of friends that you kind of just you I, I wouldn't, you know, call them my best friends. But, you know, you, you get close enough relationships to where like at least me, I'm a very personal, personable person. Um, so like and I like to build relationships for I don't know why, but uh and you said that like it's a bad like, thing. That's know. a wonderful quality. No, to I have. mean, I, 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 I just, I guess, I just can't. I guess I just can't explain why. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, thank you. Um, but uh, yeah, I would always just like make bonds with like the guys who are older than me. And then when I was turned twenty-one, I was like kind of in the middle of college. They all like graduated and they're marrying their college sweethearts, and they would invite me to their wedding. Especially like if you're getting married at like twenty-five, twenty-six. Your college friends are still kind of your really like close friends. You don't really have like your adult after college friends quite yet. Like you're still kind of living in that world for in some way, shape, or form. Especially if you still live in the city that you went to college in, which is like a lot of people in Sacramento. I went to Sac State. Well, um, also it sounds like you know the whole point of fraternity is to have that lifelong connection. So yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um. So like that was a big portion of it, and um, I think when I from like 21 to 20. I don't know, 26. I was probably going to like three weddings a year. Um, and then from like 26 to um, to like now, it's like five. Last year I went to six weddings. Um, During COVID. Yeah. Damn, dude. How not even 20. No, well, not 2020. So like that was the, I went I went to six weddings last year because like I had three weddings in 2020 and they got moved over and yeah. then three of my friends mm. got engaged during 2020 and their weddings were in 2021. Right. This year I can't explain it. I'm going to five weddings and I I I think it's part of it. It's just like they met during they met just before COVID and I don't know. Yeah. But what well, well, there is an actual wedding trend of there's just a surge of people getting married yeah. because everyone had to delay and on top of it, a lot of people started looking around during a pandemic, really rethinking their life and being like, yeah, we need to do this. So, yeah, it's a surge of people. You're not. So it's funny that like this surge on a macro level is happening to you on a micro level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have so many questions about like, what's your favorite? How far have you traveled? Like, let's go through all of them. I also want to yes. talk money because, son, this is an expensive hobby. You have. Yes. <laughs> Wait, um, all, uh, wait, let's start from the beginning. What's the furthest you've gone? Name all the cities you can think of. Just rattle them off. So the furthest I've gone is New Orleans. That was a couple months ago. I'm going to go to a further one than that. This one, I have a one that's in Delaware. Okay, um, fun. How yeah. was the New Orleans one? Back it up. It was fucking wild. Um, <laughs> so like that, that was like a weekend event too. So it was like I got there on Thursday um, I didn't come home until Monday. Um, the wedding was on the wedding was on Saturday, but there was like, you know, they did they did they did it really weird. So they got they got officially married in, in 2020. Um, they did like a ceremony in Arizona, but they wanted to do like a secondary, like have the ceremony or have the reception and do all that stuff. So the they party. did it like a destination. Yeah, all the yeah. stuff that they missed because of the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think also people were just bugging them about it, too. So they're like, I guess we have to do like the, uh, this kind of wedding. <laughs> Um, so there, they did like, instead of doing a rehearsal dinner on Friday, because there was nothing really to rehearse, they did a, 
a roast on Friday. So um, they had a bunch of friends come in and like, you know, roast them. And it was like, it was just like this big, like cocktail hour uh, of that. Um, And then Saturday they did a a parade down Bourbon Street instead of a wedding. Um, And then that led to the, to the reception and that is so cool cutting the cake and all that yeah um and then sunday was like a uh like a hangover brunch at their airbnb that they got um but that one was really fun yeah i I would probably put that in like the top five um one to ten how good are you at roasting your friends i didn't do it oh come on really you're too nice i'm not I'm not. No, I'm just not close enough friends with those people. Oh, okay. Like they had. They had like their <laughs> really close really friends. Really weird. Do it. Like not. Yeah. Not. Not like they're. They're my friends. I traveled all. Like they're close friends. I traveled all over New Orleans yeah. forth. But. But like not. I'm not like their best friends. Like Got they, it. Like they. That was kind of safe for them and their family. Yeah. I would like gotcha. to just throw out there for the record. Please don't ever plan a roast for me. That sounds like my worst yeah. nightmare. It. I not don't know how weird. people do it. It got weird. It got really weird. And. Uh, <laughs> Oh no! My buddy, did, did were they re- get hurt? Rethinking? Were they rethinking? Like, what did we no, do? No, they they <laughs> loved it. It was like, it, are you kidding me? That's like, it's a, the biggest ego trip of all time. Having your friends like talk about like intimate details about you, and I, obviously it's embarrassing. Again, but worst like, nightmare. These are the, Please don't do this. <laughs> yeah, these are the type of people. Like, I don't want to talk shit, but they're the type of people who like love that type of thing. Like, they get a high off of like, you know, yeah, and they they were all about it and. The open bar was the biggest mistake too, because people got really, really, uh, really ballsy at that point. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna share some of the jokes, but it was it was it was insane. I would be so afraid if I was a roaster that I would go too hard, and I would like right. fuck yeah. up a friendship yes. over a dumb joke that I was like, I thought this is what we were supposed to be doing. There was multiple <laughs> jokes where people were like, Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Pammy, could you handle a roast? I think so. <laughs> Should I'm we pretty, try it now? Just I'm kidding. pretty easy going. We did just roast you about being a boss yeah. for like five minutes. Yeah, you're you're a tough girl. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm sensitive. I'm not really, what? but I just I don't know. I feel like one or two haha jokes about me being a bitch or being loud or whatever. I'd be like, lol, and after like ten minutes, I'd be like, enough enough yeah <laughs> i feel like i'd be cool with it but i just don't know how my parents or like family would take it because it's like they would they would see a different side of me you know oh that's true this is happening in front of your grandma that's yeah. the part i would be very nervous about yeah I'm yeah like oh yeah. people know secrets that should not like i, be shared yeah. with family. I know way too many secrets pam i, could, I know i could do a roast that just destroys your life i'm just kidding <laughs> I like how you don't want to be roasted, but you want to roast Pam. Like, <laughs> I feel like this podcast, like 30% of it is me roasting yes. Pam. That, you will see at the end, it's just me roasting Pam for the last three minutes of the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So the New Orleans wedding. Why did they have it in New Orleans? Is somebody from there or is it just some of the cool location? No, they just thought it would be like a cool place to do it. Um, they, they, like, they thought of a couple places, I think, like... They thought Vegas was pretty like overdone. Um, I think like Austin was in the mix too, but they wanted to go somewhere that's like a like a dest- I don't know destination, but also like not. I don't know how to explain it. Like it, 
when I think of destination wedding, I think of like San Diego, like super nice, super beautiful or Hawaii or something like that. But New Orleans is just like, I think they, they wanted it to be like a party. So they wanted to go to a party town, and but they wanted it all to be like destination wedding. I'm actually yeah. surprised that that's the furthest you've gone, that there's not been like international weddings that you've no. gone to, destination no. weddings, no Mexico. Mm-hmm. Are you trying no. to roast him right now, Pam? No. Is that what's going I, on? I'm not. <laughs> Not at all. Well, the fur- what's the furthest that you've gone? I've never gone international. I turned down a lot of faraway weddings because I got a lot of them when I was a lot younger and broke. So all the opportunities mm-hmm. for the really faraway ones, I was like, I don't got that budget. Peace out. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I was going to go to yours. That didn't happen. Yeah. Um, Hawaii. I've been to a wedding in Hawaii. Okay. Um, DC, Boston. So never needed a passport. No, I oh. haven't needed a passport for a wedding. Hmm. Listen up, listeners. I would go. We would. We, we we did say we would only go as far as Las Vegas for one of our listeners' weddings. We got a question asking us if we would go to someone's wedding. Las Vegas, one state over. That's the farthest you'll go. Listen, Pam has children <laughs> and she's very busy. So the furthest we can, uh, it, we drivable take... distance. <laughs> and yeah. Las Vegas is as far if we're if we're as far as Las Vegas from LA in any direction we will think about it also we're going to do a, a soft background check to make sure you're not nuts <laughs> <laughs> to make sure like it's real like the wedding's actually happening and stuff. yeah like yes. I don't want to get cut up kidnapping <laughs> yeah this becomes a safety. true crime podcast safety first <laughs> where's Brooke's body <laughs> Okay, so let's go over. At, what's another wedding that you've gone to recently that like blew you away? Like, let's do some. That blew yeah, me away. Yeah, you as a a connoisseur mm. of wedding goer going. Yeah. Um, I I, I can tell you one that blew me away in a negative way. Oh yeah, yeah we're here for that. <laughs> so, I went to a wedding in Modesto, California. If you don't know anything about Modesto, it's a cow town. It's a it's a a farm. Yeah. It's a cow farming town. Okay. And I had, I mean, I've been in Modesto like a couple times, but like I've stopped there off the freeway on I-5, like on my way home, like from LA to San Francisco and went into Modesto. It was like, I drove there super late at night cause I had, I couldn't leave until, um, I got done with work. Um, thanks Pam. Sorry. Um, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I think this was a wedding. I asked you like last minute, like, Hey, they invited me. Like, can I go to this? Anyway. Um, but, uh, get to the hotel, get to the parking lot, get out of my car, open up the door. Cause I had, you know, it was cold. I had had the heater on, didn't open my windows at all. Um, open the door and it just smelled like this. The entire town just smells like just straight shit. Like it, it, yeah, it is. I didn't just, want to bring it up, but that's like my only reference is, point for that place is while driving yeah. through. It's like, it's, 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 smells like shit. it's mm-hmm. a little yeah. overwhelming. And you think like downtown Modesto is like far enough away from the cow farms, but it's not. I looked it up. They're like just outside of downtown. So that's why ev- and everywhere, like the entire weekend, you're just smelling cow shit. The so you never time. get and used to it. Brutal. I mean, y- you go in the hotel and like they have air filters and you yeah. don't smell it. But then you walk outside and you're like, oh, oh. it hits you again. <laughs> it, it hits oh. you like a brick. It hits you like a brick. It's oh, brutal. man. I feel bad, like shitting on them. No pun intended, but because it's like I do eat beef, and like this is how yeah. we make it work. But I it's know. like, oh, what a brutal and situation! Why do they choose that location? Is someone from there? So th- these are friends from Northern California, and um, they, it's just they they got 
engaged in the summer, so 2021, and they wanted to get be married in 2021. Like they just had to figure it out, and they found a church in Stockton that was available. It was on a weekday. It was on a Thursday, um, and then they found a venue in downtown Modesto, which is 15 minutes away from Stockton. That was just available because it's a weekday because no one gets married on a weekday. Um, and so, yeah, it was in both their families are near there. They had to do it somewhere in the Bay or, or in Northern California so that their families could go. And that's just where they chose. I mean, I, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. Was the rest of the wedding OK or what was it? the rest of the wedding was dope? It was really nice. Like, okay. um, I liked the downtown Modesto. It's like a cool place. Like there's actually things to do there. Um the hotel was really nice. I was shocked that there was like a really nice hotel in Modesto, California. But their double tree in downtown is like super nice. Um, Shout out to the double tree in Modesto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good air but filters. Yeah. When you walked out, yeah. When you walked outside, it just, oh, it just was. It was. Yeah, it's a tough. downer. <laughs> it was tough. But I was happy to be there. I had a blast. <laughs> you did take off work. Pam let you off. <laughs> yeah, I did. See, I'm the nice boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my question then, you're going to all these weddings. You have to get all these hotel rooms. Are you just wearing the same suit over and over again? I'm trying to figure out the budget for this man. Like, you're not a bajillionaire, are you? Secretly? No. You just don't know? No. Yeah, I make more money than Pam, but she's my boss. <laughs> you just prefer to have this job just for kicks. Um, I have two suits. So I have a black one and I have a gray one. And I just interchange the shirts. It, it 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 works. You don't really like you look at pictures and they don't look exactly the same. Dudes. He's I know. Yeah. I, I bought two suits a long time ago. So like my first one I got when I was twenty two. My parents bought it for me because they saw that I was going to like these frat formals and was going to these weddings. And then when I was twenty five, I that was when I started going to like five weddings a year. And I was like, I should just invest in one. And I looked it up and like men's warehouse was like had a sale. So I just went there and got a gray one. And, you just buy like you buy like 10 shirts and they all kind of like match and yeah buy like 10 ties yeah damn that's so, so lucky easy. so lucky yeah Ugh. yeah we have it easy we have it easy <laughs> i want to get back lie. to this dancing yeah <laughs> so when you say you like to cut a rug are you literally like the first person on the dance floor like if it's a little awkward like it's a little too light out you're still like it's cool i'll i'll help get the vibe going Yes, so I'm gonna I'm I'm looking because I'm pulling up a picture. I, I literally have have cut my pants um, at a wedding from dancing. <laughs> yes, I heard that. about this. <laughs> yeah, I uh, it was the last dance of the of the wedding, and um, I like kneeled down and just and it was a tuxedo because I was I was in the wedding, so it was like was this a I was, rental? I was a groomsman, so it was a rental, and just. <laughs> just right up the line of the pants oh, and right in the middle that deposit. just just <laughs> rip here yes yes, yes. Oh you'll have God. to send and, uh, that photo to us we'll put it on instagram I will. <laughs> um and what was i gonna say uh yeah and it, it just it, and did everyone notice did it like stop the music yeah. and everyone you, gasped did you see One, the picture one thousand percent and uh not not only that so beforehand when we were uh when we were like hanging out um in the groom's room like getting ready like pre-gaming and and putting on our suits um for for the wedding all the groomsmen were like uh because everybody was afraid because they're you know they're tight they're slim fit and it was a lot of big guys and people were like man i hope i don't rip this and and uh the uh the groom was like 
who do you think is the best bet to to rip their their suit tonight? You were and already everybody anticipating was like, this. <laughs> everybody said it's gonna be Chris because Chris uh, the dancer because Chris is the is the one who dances the most out of all of us and so. dances yeah. the hardest. It sounds like like high kicks. What are we getting? Do you get low? <laughs> I don't. I mean, so that particular dance was like it, we were picking up the groom and we were putting him on our shoulders. Like okay. like ah, it was the last dance of the night. Yeah, and it just I kneeled down to do it and just. <laughs> and, and on top of that for the after party um the groom texted all of us all the groomsmen um like hey we're going to the after party at this bar um everybody better show up in their in their suits don't go back and change i'm gonna be pissed so i was like well, i'm not gonna go with like a massive hole in my pants <laughs> so i had some I had some blue shorts back in my hotel room that were pretty similar color. <laughs> and so I wore go, those. Like the guy from ACDC. <laughs> so, I, so I wore those to the after party and it was a hit. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite song to dance to? Do you have one that just immediately you're just like fist pump? Let's get this going. Uh, Party Rock is definitely probably. Like, yeah, it's just, that's it, a it good one. Gets, it, yeah. it gets everybody on their feet and yeah. then you don't like have to really try to get people on the dance floor. That's the big thing. Like I uh, getting people to dance at a wedding is a lot harder than people think it is. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, that's, that's what I find. Do you guys yeah. not find that? Yeah. Well, I actually have like a theory in general when it comes to parties, weddings, clubs in general. If you're planning your wedding, take this tip. Make your dance floor smaller than you think it needs to be. Like don't have a big dance floor because then people feel on display. If you think about yeah. people really loving dancing, they're all packed in together. You know what That's I mean? So point. That's a good point. Push the tables a little bit closer than you think. And also lighting. Yes. Don't have it be too yeah. light. I mean, obviously, yes. if you're doing an outdoor wedding, you can, you know, you can only do so much with the sun. But <laughs> mm -hmm. if you can try to as much as possible, and most of these places know that and they sort of will dim it. But know ahead yeah. of time or ask that question when you're looking at venues to be like, how's the lighting situation? Also, trust your DJ. They yeah. know what songs bring the people out to the dance floor. I went to a friend's wedding and she and her husband were very specific about the songs that they wanted and they went back and forth it was like a song she picked and a song he picked and it was it was terrible I'm so sorry it was terrible <laughs> because she would pick a good song that everybody was out dancing to and then he picked one of his favorite songs and everybody's like um oh I, I need a drink refill yeah 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 and it just was like back and forth. They could not keep anybody on the dance floor. Yeah. So. yeah. There's a very specific art to mm -hmm. the transition of certain songs. And throughout the night, they slowly get more raging. You know what I mean? Like you can't play party rock in the first 30 minutes. You got to, you got to. So, oh, I disagree. Oh, I disagree. oh really? <laughs> I feel I like you have to start I... with some old school stuff to get the grandma going. Something that no, kind of, oh, you think grandma's going to party rock it up. No, I just think the young people bring the older people to the floor. Oh, bring like, the energy. Because they, yeah. they, they see the confidence and then they're like, okay. So I, I, me and my, the last wedding I went to, which was uh, two weeks ago, my, my, I was the, the MC. Never the not master. at a wedding. Dude. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was, uh, so this is a close friend of mine and he asked me to be the host of the weddings, like the master of ceremonies. So nice. um, we were, we were talking about like, like how to like approach this and because he wanted me to do it because i'm like a high energy person but also very organized so i can keep the like the train rolling but also like get people up when we need to like dance and like you know get people yeah just excite people anyway 
Um, and we were talking about um, like the DJ and music, and he said that he gave her for the first five songs like a very specific list. You have to play these songs for the first five songs. And I was like, is it one of those things where like the first two, the first song, like it's a popular song, people like feel comfortable dancing to it. You bring them on the floor, and then the second one like brings it up just another notch, mm-hmm. and then you bring it back down. He's like, yeah, you got to bring it back down so that people can go get drinks, relax, and then like song number like six, you kind of bring it back up again. But I, I don't necessarily agree with all this, but I, that, that that was his take. I, but I think the first song needs to be like a big one to get the people on, on the dance floor, specifically the young people, because they're going to bring so their parents out. So you know it's party out. time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like this. It's a different school of thought. Whereas I'm like, put yeah. on something old. <laughs> get do, do the old songs. Do celebrate. Nah, 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 nah. You know, just get the get the boomers up there. You know, you get I love that song. Also. I do too. I love that. But song. the boomers I, yeah. also I I love that at my song. wedding. Right? Shout always works. Boomers love shout. You know, you just gotta. I was wondering in. what the over under is of when shout would be called out on this podcast, a wedding podcast. <laughs> we'll clock it at thirty two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You you said the the New Orleans one was in the top five. What what was your top three? Like what made one, two, and three special? Um, so three was probably the wedding where I ripped my pants. Um, that that <laughs> that was like a really close friend from college. He's one of my he's one of my best friends. Um, he was in my fraternity together. He's my little bro in my fraternity. Um, and just like the whole experience of being in in that wedding, that was the second wedding I was I was actually in. Um, but uh, the first one was kind of like the person who got married was kind of or- unorganized, so he just kind of like threw it together last minute, and there wasn't like a whole week. <laughs> this one was like planned. There was a whole weekend of it. Um, the group of guys that the grooms are groomsmen in the wedding are all we've known each other since college. So we're all really close, so it was just kind of like the first two days were just like the guys hanging out. Um, all of my like close friends from college were there. Um, Jesse, who works with us, Jesse was there. Like it's it it was just a really fun time, and I I, I can't think of a stressful or bad moment that entire weekend. Um, and that is was a good, good that's people. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, two two was probably the first wedding I I went to out of college. It was my friend Kristen's wedding. Um, it was kind of like our first like big wedding, uh, my group of friends from college that like where we knew a lot of people that were going to go, uh, we were really young, really irresponsible. We got like absolutely just hammered at that wedding. Um, we took some great pictures and just like my three best, my two best friends went to that wedding. We went together. We were all single too. So that was fun. Um, (laughs) and you know, it's, I don't know. It's just, that was another one where it's like, uh, it was only one day because we weren't in the wedding, but it was just like a really fun Saturday from like 10 a.m. to just like two in the morning. And um, I blacked out that wedding for sure. Um, and and uh, Wait, have you, yeah, do we discuss have you been like like uh, a groomsman or a, uh, the best man in any weddings? Or are you just yeah, attending? He was in it. OK. Yeah, I was a groomsman in that one. And I was a groomsman in a wedding. um six years ago but that was the one i was telling you like the groom was kind of unorganized it was just kind of like thrown together last minute he he asked me he asked me like over text i feel like you're an ideal best man i know oh really thank you (laughs) i mean hello you know all the song choices you're good at talking to people this is (laughs) an organized guy yes Yeah, yeah this is a dream come true quick question what's the score of the game 
Uh, Dallas 79, Utah 46. So it's kind of a blowout. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So we can pay attention more to the podcast. If it was like a close game, he's like, I can't answer these questions. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Speaking of, uh, you mentioned somebody kind of putting together things at the last minute. I have to go grab Tristan because he got this random text the other day. Hold on a second. I'm going to tell you about this. Hold on. I know. Oh, okay. Who's Tristan? Her husband. Oh, got it. Okay. Do you have your phone? Do you have your phone on you? Can we talk about the random text message you got the other day? Oh. <laughs> yes. Pam doesn't know. Um, just use uh, my microphone. So we're sitting on the couch, and Tristan gets this random text. What does it say? It says, "This is verbatim. Yo, what's up, bro? Are you available? This is from a number I do not recognize. Are you available to cut my wedding on April Saturday, April thirtieth, in Pasadena?" I know it's short notice, so if not, I understand. I think John B. and Calvin are coming in. It's an open bar, so it should be fun. If you're coming and got a date, let me know, and I could add them too. <laughs> My response is, I believe you have the wrong number, but congratulations on your wedding. Did LOL. You say, Count me thanks. in. Yeah, the guy, the guy responded, <laughs> "LOL, thanks." Yeah. You, you should have just done it. You should have done so it and crashed it. Mad. He told me about it afterwards, it. and I was like, Tristan, why didn't what? we go to this wedding? I'm so I'll be there. John, John, What's the address? John V. and Kelvin are going to be there. There's an open bar. <laughs> are you still on board with the girlfriend coming? Or? I mean, if it, if it gets She's us in the door. Hell. There's no getting around that. <laughs> And then you should have went up there and be like, hey, where's John B. at? And then be like, what's up, John? John, B-, John B., I can't believe you'd show your face at this. Not after everything that went down between us. Even <laughs> Kelvin's on my side. But it's like this missed opportunity. <laughs> yes. That could have been your first crash, also, like your first wedding crash. Cool wedding. Last minute invite, open bar. I, say, I don't think it's a crashing if it's like literally. I was invited by the groom himself, who sounds like a hell of a nice guy. So. <laughs> I got a private message to say, come on over to my wedding. Bring that side piece. <laughs> if you know a date for Kelvin, bring one too. I don't so. know. I don't know about this groom, though. This last minute wedding and he's sending out random texts. Like a, and he's like, will you come to my wedding? did feel a little bit you like an afterthought. It, yeah. Well, hey, hold on. It might be like a last More minute of someone a reason backed to out. go see this crazy mess. <laughs> I tend to think I, it's probably less of a I, message just to get like, yeah, all right, you get one more. And you're like, okay. <laughs> i've been to weddings i've been to a couple weddings where i was invited like last minute because you know like their guest list like people just don't they they put no and then they invite me and greatest decisions i've ever made i get free booze i get to uh, a fun saturday night like what do you, i don't lose that on that at all well i will say and this might have already come up once before i was a last minute addition to a wedding once and that's where i met uh the missus Yes. So, wow. Yeah. So, so was, I can't say they can't always work. They they can sometimes work out well. Okay, you're kind of mistelling the story. What happened was, move <laughs> over. We're sharing a microphone, listeners. Um, because I pulled him in the last minute. We're gonna no keep both of our big butts on this chair. It's a great idea. Um, no, what happened was we it's had a lot better pre-COVID. <laughs> <laughs> We were really testing the weight limits of this chair at this moment. Um, So what happened was Tristan and I had met earlier, but had had problems reconnecting. Mm. And my friend who knew that, you know, I wanted to see this guy again because I thought he was cute and I heard he thought I was cute. She was freaking right about that. (laughs) So um, 
uh, she had an opening at her wedding. She was like, I think I'm going to invite Tristan so you guys can like hang out. And I was like, yes, do it. And I spent Damn, the whole. Damn, so she set it up. Yeah, she hooked me up. It was basically like another version of this text message. Like, what's up, bro? Got my wedding. <laughs> Open bar. Ironically, John B. was there. So, uh, <laughs> John B. also came to this the wedding. The a flat circle. So. <laughs> was it Kelvin's wedding? <laughs> It was Sarah, uh, Sarah Scott, and who was the the Nick, Nick, Nick and Sarah Scott. Shout out to them. So, uh, but they this the other part of that wedding was that I don't know if I've told this before. I apologize to the listeners if you marathoned it and you're like, girl, I know this story. But we were at this wedding, and I was expecting like the wedding weekend because I went up a couple of days early for the early festivities, and I'm like always ready, like uh, you know, like you have your game face on, and you think you're gonna see somebody that you're you've the hots for. So yeah. I'm like pose, pose, like always 100, <laughs> percent makeup always tight, hair looking good. Sucking in, you know, just like really into it. <laughs> and he doesn't show up until like right before the wedding. So all of that was like completely wasted. And then mm. actually at the reception, I'm in this like intense conversation with a friend of mine and this tall guy who I do not recognize because when we first met, he had a beard and shaggy hair. And then months later, he had shaved his beard and cut his hair really tight. And he's like, uh, hey, how are you doing? And my response was, um, do I know you? <laughs> And then he didn't speak to me for the rest of the evening. Oh, <laughs> brutal. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't know. Yeah, I cut him down. That would down. be like a clear signal that you were not interested. So yes. I'd be like, okay, cool. I'm going to move on to someone else. Yeah. It's like, fine. Oh, it worked out. To her. It's like, you should talk to her. And then you go up and get maced. And you're like, right. <laughs> <laughs> that did not go as we saw it. But the best part is, again, my friend Sarah, who's like in the process of planning her wedding and her wedding day and all this stuff, the next day at the brunch the day after before everyone goes back um to town because they got married in maine and they're all from new york city or her family's from maine anyway um so at the like little brunch she like pulls me aside she's like what happened with tristan give me the details i'm like you have so much stuff going on why are you involved and i explained what happened and she was like all right i'm gonna work on it so then while she was traveling to her honeymoon she calls me and is like okay here's his number he knows you're calling and i'm like Sarah is invested in this relationship. Yes, she was. Yeah. She knew. <laughs> I think I do. I think she knew both of us separately and thought that we would be a good match. And Sarah, she was right. Correct. <laughs> now, what was she like? An in, in involved in your guys' wedding? Like, was she in? Like, no, she couldn't even come damn. at that point. She had all these kids. Didn't return the favor. I know. Well, I mean, they couldn't come at that I mean, point. They she had was years later. It was years later, mm. and they were at that point like two small kids and couldn't get away. But you know, yeah, yeah. it happens. But yeah, shout out to them. Okay, we you have to get up because I can't <laughs> sit like this much longer. Oh my god! Oh, the chair raised so much. Oh, <laughs> we are large and in charge, guys. <laughs> Thank you, honey. My pleasure. Okay, go back. To that was worth we it. Doing, Thank guys. you, Tristan. Thanks, no, no. T Bear. Dog <laughs> wrangling. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This we knew this was going to be kind of a dude bro episode, yeah. and it got even that was more perfect. broy. <laughs> that was perfect. Bringing on an extra dude. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to wedding confessionals. Yeah, <laughs> we're tough now. Yeah. Oh man. Um. <laughs> well, I feel like we've had enough of a chaotic conversation. Is there anything else we need to cover? Or is there any other crazy story that you're thinking about that you want to tell us? No. Oh, I, I want to share my favorite, though, because it was oh, sentimental. Yeah, yeah. My sister's wedding was hands down my favorite 
wedding I've ever been to. Um, for all the reasons that you would think it was. It was my sister getting married to her high school sweetheart, who's like a brother of mine. My whole family being there. It was a ton of fun. Um, it was stressful because my mom made it stressful on me and my brother. But <laughs> but uh, she was like, I need you to do this. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll do it. Like, you don't have to like freak out. Um, but uh, She should have had this podcast to listen to. It could have helped with the stress. I know. But like me and my brother Larry were like, I don't know. We had like this weird like, um, uh, we we're infamous at the wedding. Like, ever, so we would like go to the bar and we get a drink, and like people would walk up, and be like, people who are like maybe Jason, that's her husband, Jason's side of the family, or like friends from college that we don't know. And they'd be like, "Are you Kaylin Larry's brother?" And we're like, "Yeah." Like, oh man. Let's get a shot. I got a drink with you guys. Hey, you guys are going hard. It's like celebrity like, yeah, this, sightings. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was like, oh, okay. Like we just had this reputation of being like these hardcore like partiers or whatever. We're like both big guys too. And it was just like, it was, it was intense. We had to like, like hide for like an hour. Cause you didn't like, want to get too like, wasted at your sister's wedding. Right. And like embarrass Yeah, but her. we ended up, we ended up doing it. Like, no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I'm not going to embarrass her. I mean, I yeah, everybody everybody knew what was up. But yeah, it was just like it was a marathon. It was it was brutal. Because oh. people don't want to like people don't want to like like let's get a drink together. Like they want to they, let's get shots. It's just like it's it's yeah. yeah yeah. I feel like the only times I've had shots as of late. Like I'm trying to think. Like I only really did shots like really early on. To be honest with you, I did shots a lot when I had a fake ID because I felt like oh if I get caught at least I can kind of do this really quick beforehand (laughs) but um but besides that i've never really been like a big shot drinker in a bar but weddings Mm -hmm. you can't really turn i feel awkward to turn it down i'm like well i guess i'm doing a fucking shot now yeah yeah and let me tell you i'm always the loser that coughs afterwards (laughs) 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 embarrassing it's true though goes but also helps (laughs) It also helps because then people won't buy you shots afterwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, they're like, all so right, we're like, done with you're you. It's your out. It's your out. Yeah. <laughs> she can't hang. <laughs> I should use that. True. I should do that for now. Yeah, yeah. Mm, Feel I free know. to awkwardly cough and like hiccup and act real weird. Yeah. Take yeah. my not trick, but just actual body functions. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think we've I think we've covered it. I think so. Yeah. Right? We definitely understand his First of all, I feel like you are like us. You are a wedding enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah, I I like going. I try to go no matter what. Yeah. And he likes to dance. He does. Yeah. Well, He's like the perfect guest. Guys, yeah. if you need a guest and we're not available, Chris will travel. Yes. Apparently okay. pretty far. <laughs> So, yeah, get that passport ready, buddy, because people are going to be messaging you. Okay. (laughs) And we're back. We're back. Hi, Pammy. Hi. You ready to get into some bridal breaks? Always. So bridal breaks for any of our new listeners are suggestions we give not only to brides, but to grooms or anyone helping with wedding planning if something has nothing to do with wedding planning. Nothing. Take a break. Yeah, you deserve it. Yes, you definitely do. You can step away from all of the the craziness with invites and venues and budgets. Family. Yeah. Friends. Drama. 
So instead, focus on these things. Pammy does usually a cocktail. I give some pop culture silliness. Uh, Pammy, what you got today? I found a cocktail on sugarandcharm.com. Okay. I like that name. Mm -hmm. And it is a strawberry tequila soda. I mean. Strawberries this time of year, too. Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's pretty much exactly how I just said it. Okay. It's strawberries. Yeah. Fresh strawberries. Tequila. Okay. Lime juice and tonic water. That sounds nice. There do you, you have go. to muddle or you do. cut it up? Oh, I love a muddled Muddle strawberry. Strawberry. Little chunky chunks. Yeah. We're just getting you some extra fiber. We're getting your fruit intake for the day. Fruit. Mm-hmm. This is a healthy drink. Again, all about the health. All about the health from these cocktails. <laughs> Always. Yes. Mental health. Taking a break. That's it. <laughs> um, okay. So I will guess I will give two. Of course. As, uh, I should because I mean, we are... Yeah, we are. It's you. Well, and you know, th- this is the time where we don't have a guest giving one. That's I like true. to give three, give you, a, it's a pretty little number. Um, so the first is a podcast called Food News. Oh. So it's within The Ringer, which is a big podcast um, company, whatever. Um, they do a lot of sports stuff, but they also do a lot of pop culture. Okay. They have this one, um, if you go to like your Apple podcast or Spotify and you look up Ringer Food. There is a specific podcast that comes up within that feed on mm-hmm. Friday, and it's called Food News. Okay. And these two best friends, Dave Jacoby and uh, Juliet Littman, who are both really big into like sports reporting. That's like their main job is either reporting on sports or pop culture. Mm-hmm. But years ago, it doesn't exist anymore, but they used to have a show together where they chatted about pop culture. But somehow along the way, they kept talking about food. To the point where they were like, let's just do a separate podcast oh. just about food. Okay. So what's great about it is that it's only on Friday and it has a Friday fun vibe. It's only 30 minutes. Like they literally go start the clock and oh. they only get 30 minutes. <laughs> and they cover random news about things having to do with food. Either there's a new Cheetos flavor mm-hmm. or this t- new type of restaurant opened up or some crazy thing that's happening in the food world. Then they do taste tests. So if you are a person that don't like to hear people chew or whatever. But I will say they're really good because there's two of them. So like one person will chew while the other person kind of describes what they just ate or whatever. So you're mostly getting people talking. But it's fun because they'll try they basically and that's the point where like no one's really like sending them things or pitching it. It's them generally being like, I went to the store, I saw this item, I've been thinking about it for a while. So I bought three different flavors of it. Let's give it a try. So it's really silly. And then they give personal food news or just tell you something random that happened in their lives that happened to do with food in the last week. And they're just like best friends hanging out. It's really cute. It's really warm. You get like such a good vibe from them. And it's the perfect Friday show. Uh You know, it's like a great way to start your weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So food news with um, Jacoby and Juliet Littman. Okay. So the second one is, you know, totally pivoting. We're talking about like fun friends hanging out, talking about food. Okay. Okay, so the second one, um, you know how the algorithms tell me stuff? Yes. Based off of the history. Right. They let me know and they they are my guides in life Mm -hmm. at this point. All of my decisions are made via algorithms. Um, So because I've watched so much murder she wrote on Amazon, yes. It definitely thinks I'm an old woman. Golden Girls? I mean, it's like, the only, I feel like the two major things I've been watching on Amazon as of late has been uh, Murder, She Wrote and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, so you I think are it, an old woman. 
right. <laughs> I watch things on other channels or other streaming platforms, but this is what Amazon is, just has me pegged as the grandma. <laughs> so um, <laughs> there is this show that popped up and I was like, what is this? And then Tristan and I watched two episodes and we're like, this is so soothing and kind of corny, but like again, when you want that serotonin or that soothing, Relax. like evening, especially right before you fall asleep, you know, mm-hmm. you want that quiet show. It is called Britain's Hidden Villages with Dame Penelope Keith. Who is Dame Penelope Keith? I know she's an actress because she says it in the beginning of the episode. I don't know what she's in. I'm sure if you're a British listener, you know this woman. She's a dame. So she's okay. probably very famous yes. over there as an accomplished actress. I don't know her, but she is the sweetest lady I have ever seen in my life. And what she does is she goes around to all of these British little tiny villages and talks about their history and their architecture and the region. And it's just like a little tour through a tiny little town with a tiny little lady. And it is adorable. It is just the cutest little show. And I don't know how the algorithm found it for me. We do know because I'm a grandma on Amazon. (laughs) But I'm so glad it did because uh, let's see, there are there are three seasons that you can watch via in America on Amazon. Okay. And they're usually about between three and six episodes per season because it's the Brits and they like to do the short seasons. Yes. But do. it's just the are they hour long? I believe that they are forty seven minutes, so they probably were an hour yeah. with commercial, but yeah. without. But yeah, look at her in her little hat. Oh look at her. Oh, she's so cute. Anyway, I love it. It's totally that like, I mean, it's not even like house hunters because it's not like you're buying anything, but it's just like you're touring stuff. It's just going on relaxing. a little, it's so relaxing and soothing. Again, if you want something to really calm you down. Perfect bridal break. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so that's it for the bridal break portion. Yeah. Which means we get to move into the portion where we tell you more about our show. We do it in the form of a quiz slash torturing my buddy, Pam. <laughs> my favorite part. Pamela. Yes. We have a website. Yes. What's that website? WeddingConfessionals.com. Correct. From there, you can find links to all of our social media handles. Yes. We're in five different places in the social media world. We are. Name all five. Go. Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, and TikTok. You did it. Um, also on the website, you can find links to um, our show notes. So mm-hmm. if you want to find more information and we're talking about an episode, go there. Um, we want you to send us your confessionals. We do. There Keep are, them coming. Yes, we need them for the we show and we need them in general for our lives because we like to l- learn about you guys. They keep us going. I like other people's gossip, all right? It fuels me. <laughs> Let the algorithms figure that out for once. <laughs> right. Give me some gossipy shows. <laughs> um, so, Pammy, there are three different ways you can send confessionals. They're always anonymous. Mm-hmm. We do not reveal your name. No. We don't really do anything with your information. One yeah. way is um, to send us an email. What's the email address? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. We have a phone number from there. You can leave us a voicemail. We just transcribe it. We do not use your voice. What is the phone number? 434-933-2663. You're getting a little too good at this. I can't change the phone number, but I kind of want to. I'm not going (laughs) to, but I wish there was a way I could add a comp, like an extension. I still sweat before (laughs) saying it. It's all good. You still got me. The third way is to go to our website and click on a tab that says... Tell us your secrets. Yes. Simple little form. Two boxes. One's a name. One's a bigger box where you tippity tap in... 
Whatever let you it got fly. going on. Yes, please let it fly. Let those fingers do the talking. That's the <laughs> thing, right? Um, so also, that's a way that you don't need to give us your email address or oh. your phone number. That's the most anonymous way possible. Yeah. And um, super easy. We totally support you going that way. Whatever way works for you, whatever way you're comfortable, mm-hmm. we're here for you. <laughs> Pammy, we are an Apple podcast. We are. That is the podcast platform that really pushes us to have our listeners give us a rating and a review. It helps us move up in their algorithms. Yes. You know how much I love an algorithm. Um, so more brides and grooms can find us. It's all about the algorithm. Yes. So how many stars would you like people to give on uh, Apple Podcasts? Five stars. Five stars. Review. Subscribe. Yes. Do all three. All good things. Yes. Besides Apple Podcasts, Pammy, this is where it gets interesting. We are on a lot of different um, podcast sites. We are. A lot of different little platforms, a lot of different apps. Mm -hmm. We're all over the place. But in an alphabetical order, I'm going to quiz you to see how many you know. Besides Apple Podcasts, there are two with the letter A. What are they? Amazon and Audible. Two with the letter C. CastBox and Castro. Two with the letter D. Downcast and Deezer. One with G. Google. One I. iHeartRadio. One O. Listener Notes. One O. Overcast. You've done that before. <laughs> One L. Listen Notes. You got a little, it's like a little glitch in your brain. <laughs> it's a glitch in the matrix. Right? <laughs> We're two the P's. There are eight. Good luck. <laughs> Podbean. Yes. Player FM. Yeah. Pocket Cast. Yep. Paradise. Pod Paradise. Yep. Um, Podcast Land. Yes. Podcast Republic. Yep. Oh my God. <gasps> Two more. Uh, um, I'm blanking. Pod Tail and Podcast Addict. Radio Public, okay. Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube. And if you use your lovely voices to say, play the Wedding Confessionals podcast, you can find us via Alexa and Siri. Woohoo! Yeah, Pammy, we did I'm it. getting close. You're really... Almost through the P's. Yeah. And then I'm going to make you do it in alphabetical order, like for real. But we'll get there. <laughs> There's always a challenge. There's always a hurdle. You're never done climbing that mountain. <laughs> Oh, dear. You guys will have to wait and see <laughs> more episodes to come. Um, so, yeah. So, we will see you guys next week for part two with Chris. Yes. Get into some confessionals. Well, I'll see you then, Pammy. I'll be there. Okay, bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, WeddingConfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.